Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. I want to welcome to the program Dr. Carol, Dr. Carol Penn and her partner, Niamh Jones. We have them together. Dr. Penn is the chief medical officer for the Gambia Collaborative Project, which we're going to be talking about a little bit over the next 15, 20 minutes. Also the chief medical officer and founder for Penn Global Medical Group, the chief executive officer and founder for the Penn Global Visions Health and Wellness Education, and a whole long list of a whole lot of other things because she is fantastic and and fabulous. And Mr. Jones here is also a uh, a partner in the Gambia Collaborative Project, uh, but is a thought leader, a poet and musician in his own right, a multidisciplinary producer, uh, a content provider and a program designer. We want to welcome you both uh, to Evening Words. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. For sure. For sure. So so I know you all have a big event tomorrow um, and I, w- I want to talk a little bit of, uh, about that. But first, uh, Dr. Carroll, we talked about the genesis of this project. Where did it start? And, you know, how did you get this idea? You know, it, when you look around the world today, you know, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but when you look around the world today, there's a lot of asks for people in America to support, you know, war-torn countries in Europe or war-torn regions in the Middle East, right? And it's it's a little bit more rare that you see folks organizing around trying to provide some support and services to any countries on the continent of Africa. So I'm, I'm just curious as to how this came together uh, for, for you, Dr. Carroll. And then uh, Mr. Jones, I would love for you to weigh in on this question as well. Oh, thank you so much for the question. It, it really came together on multi sort of complex levels, if you will. I had become familiar with this part of Africa back in 1992, 1993, when I led a group to Senegal, mm-hmm. which was colonized by the French. So they're primarily French speaking and Wolof would be the indigenous or primary native tongue that mm-hmm. is spoken there, although many, many languages are, are spoken there. And that's also when I heard about the Gambia, but did not have any connection there. But most Americans know the Gambia because that is where Alex Haley's roots takes mm-hmm. place. And mm-hmm. that is where his family is from. That's Kunta Kente village. Mm-hmm. And so when you say that, most people go, oh, yes, I, I, I do know the Gambia, although I didn't know that I knew mm-hmm. the, the Gambia. And for me, you know, Africa is the source of of hum- humanity and human life on this planet as mm. we know it. Mm. However, for many years, it has been colonized and exploited. That's been the history and left with many, many needs because when the colonizers departed, they often destroyed the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So my heart has always been to go to the root of my people, my ancestry. Mm-hmm. So, and again, like so many African-Americans, I'm the descendant of people who were enslaved on both my mother's side and my father's side. And mm-hmm. for many, many years, I had no idea where my genetic roots in Africa might lie. Mm-hmm. So I became very much uh, committed to exploring that, to finding out more and to embracing 
because I do know that the point of departure was from the coast of Africa and that my ancestors survived the Middle Passage. Mm -hmm. And I am who I am because I'm standing on the shoulders of those people who were tremendously strong, creative, and, you know, had the hope for a brighter future mm -hmm. for me, for me who is yet to come, for me who is yet to be born. So I just feel very much connected and want to go back. And then fast forward to the murder of George Floyd and my own personal disappointment of where I thought this country would be. Mm -hmm. Well, having grown up during the civil rights era and watched all the sacrifices that my parents made mm -hmm. so that there would be a better, brighter, more harmonious future for all, perhaps even a more equitable future for all. Mm -hmm. And to see it kind of going in another direction, I was like, yeah, no. And that really fueled my fire and my desire to return to the continent and do some serious work there to shore up my people, my ancestors, mm -hmm. and be a portal of light, if you will, for all the good that's going to come into the world and for humanity mm -hmm. for engaging in this type of work. Mm, that's amazing. And Mr. Jones, I'm sure you want to weigh in here as well. Well, that said, um, spoke for a lot of my heart, but, you know, I spent most of my life serving other people and I can think of nothing more um, fulfilling than going back to the root mm. with that service energy. I've worked on the continent before in the country of Gabon, also in um, Cairo, Egypt, but um, was really drawn to the Gambia. And um, just, and, and, you know, you started and you mentioned that we're, you know, it's a mission to serve them. It's a two-way mission. This is a cross-directional exchange here. We're... Mm. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more in detail, but the doctors who are going over are also going over to learn and bring back some, some new strategies to implement in their community of fear. Mm, 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 mm. That sounds that sounds really powerful. So, I mean, the Gambia, correct me if I'm wrong, it's one of the smallest, not the smallest country on the continent, right? I mean, if folks are trying to find it on a map, it, it looks like it's inside Senegal. Um <laughs> But that is correct. Is that correct? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But but so what talk about some of the challenges that that you're seeing from like what kinds of docs are you bringing over there? And of course, it's going to be an exchange. But what kinds of challenges and what kind of goals have you set to try to address issues within the Gambia? Well, it's it is one of it is the smallest country on the continent of Africa of the 54 nations that are in Africa. It's also one of the poorest nations in the world. So mm. it's considered a low income nation and very much a developing nation. Uh, their doctors, well, you know, like every place else, most people in the Gambia are multilingual, even if they don't have mm -hmm. a lot of degrees after their name, they minimally speak two languages. And many of the doctors speak four, five, and six. They uh, begin their training in the Gambia, but then they have to finish their training abroad, either in another African country or many go to Europe, mm -hmm. um, Spain, Cuba, even the Ukraine um, was a country where they went to to finish their training. The goal of the Edward Francis Smalls Teaching Hospital, which is their only public hospital, it's a 540 bed facility, mm -hmm. is to finish out 
the medical school education years three and four, and also to develop more residency programs so that the brightest and the best of the Gambian youth can complete their training in their country. Wow their medical school, as well as their residency training, and then stay in the Gambia to serve the Gambians. And so the Gambians are seeing uh, an increase, HIV, mm-hmm. AIDS, malaria, uh, diarrheal mm-hmm. illnesses, mm-hmm. which are the usual tropical suspects. But unfortunately, with the exportation of many of the bad habits of the West, such as our typical American diet or mm. the sad, the standard American diet, they're also seeing a pro- proliferation of diseases like diabetes, obesity, mm. stroke, and mm. cardiovascular disease. So one of the doctors that is traveling with us is Dr. Sunil Coriellas, who is a Philadelphia-based cardiologist mm. who has a real passion and mission for community-based cardiology and for educating especially African-American men Mm. about the modifiable risk factors to prevent cardiovascular disease from forming in the first place. So in the Gambia, there are two cardiologists in the country. The country is about 2.5 million people and there are just two cardiologists there. So they're really looking forward to sitting down with Dr. Cardiologists and having an exchange of ideas for what they can do in terms of educating their people about the modifiable risk factors. And Dr. Sunul is hoping to get inspired when he flips that telescope around mm-hmm. and looks through the opposite lens for what he can do right here in the Philadelphia region. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, Mr. Jones, while, while I'm, I'm assuming that while all the doctors are doctoring, you're going to be getting some of the more cultural exchanges and some of the more knowledge based information that you all want to get in the in the collaborative mission. Yes. And in addition to that, I'll be um, um, co-teaching a communications workshop for mm-hmm. the residents and the faculty there um, on public speaking, um, you know, the doc- documentation, I think. I worked a lot in the creative writing field and, um, you know, helping people tell their stories is, you know, here we have doctors who are so, have such a responsibility to communicate with patients. You know, how can I help them, give them some tools to accelerate that vibration between them so that they can actually go ahead to that landing place of better health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll be, um, you know, doing a little, wearing a few hats. Also helping with the documentation, um, and we got a lot of moving parts there. And you hit it on the on the on the head. We do have some cultural events that we're going to be partaking in, but the primary focus will be right there at the Edward Small Edward Small Teaching Hospital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mr. Jones, you know, a lot, a lot of folks are not aware of the value of narrative and the capacity to tell your story in terms of diagnosis and overall healthcare in the medical fields. Can you talk a little bit more so our audience can understand that? I mean, not that the exchange will just be about that, but that sometimes we, we undervalue what the arts and culture bring to our overall healthcare. I think, um, uh, thanks for asking that. And it, it's, I can talk about it related to healthcare, but it's really bigger than that. When we can tell a story, um, what we do with the audience is put them in our seat. It makes them more comfortable. It makes mm-hmm. them now feel 
that they can trust, that they can engage, and they can make it their story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the value of, because I think that people communicate by rhythm, really, not by languages. Mm. So it's, you know, being able to, to tell a story is also to hear a story. Mm. You know, how do we listen more carefully so that we can weave that in a way that we can speak it back to the person and they can get it right away and move forward with it? We don't want to give, you know, we don't want doctors communicating, um, you know, out of a textbook. <laughs> that only someone else who sat in the classroom with them would understand. Right. You have to be able to break it down and, and simplify it at the end result instead mm-hmm. of, um, and, and it just helps to be able to, you know, uh, kind of dissect what it is we're trying to say, you know, because it's the, the four W's, the who, the what, the where, the when, the why of it. Mm-hmm. You know, who are you trying to reach? Why are you trying to reach them? Where are you trying to reach them? When are you trying to reach them? The who, what, where, when, and why. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Jones, Dr. Carroll, I have to take a break. Can can I hold you guys over for the break, please? I would love to talk about the event tomorrow at the Asbury Park Library if you have time. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much. Listen up, Word Fan. Big news from December 1st to December 30th. You can sign up for a membership and score 50% off any store item. Think WRD sweater, hoodie, word, you know, whatever your fave is, whatever you like, it's our holiday gift to you. Your membership doesn't just mean these deals, these sweet deals. Your membership is also about powering the black talk media you love. It's a win-win. Don't miss out. Hit WRDradio.com, grab a membership, and treat yourself to 50% off on any merch in our store. Our way of thanking you for being part of the WRD family. Happy holidays, everybody. You are listening to Evening Words. I'm your guest host, James Peterson. We are live on WRD, 900 AM, 96.1 FM, talking to Mr. DM Jones, as well as Dr. Carol Penn about the Gambia Collaborative uh, Project. It's a really exciting project. I'm excited to talk more about it when we come back after these messages. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, progressive, black, talk, media. Welcome back to Evening Words. I'm your guest host, James Peterson. We are live on WRD, 900 AM, 96.1 FM. If you want to join this conversation, please give us a call, 215-634-8065. Listen, folks, tune in to WRD Radio Tuesday, January 2nd at 10 a.m. for a special live broadcast of the inauguration of Mayor-elect Sherelle Parker, Hosted by Reality Checks, Tanya Pendleton and City Council Live's Ernest Owens. This historic ceremony will also feature the swearing of the new city council and naming of Councilman Kenyatta Johnson as the next city council president. Tune into WRD's live coverage starting at 10 a.m. on WRD Radio, Progressive Black Talk Media. Dr. Carroll, Mr. Jones, welcome back to Evening Words. And so there is a fundraiser. okay, folks, and we're going to be posting some of these links and more information about this on our Facebook thread as soon as Jordan. So so Jordan does a lot around here, folks. He has to work the boards, work the phones and all that. But we'll get some information uh, on our Facebook feed so folks can see it for themselves. But but Dr. Carroll, share with us about what what's the event all about tomorrow at at um, at the uh, Asbury Park Library? So the event tomorrow um, taking place at 2.30 at the beautiful Asbury Park Library, 500 First Avenue in Asbury Park, New Jersey, is to really highlight the work of these 14 doctors that from across seven different states that are going over to the Gambia and this bi-directional project to bring information, but also to receive information and to learn. One of the things that we're really going to be focusing on is bringing that cultural piece together through the knowing, learning more about the griot, 
Um, and the Cora playing. We're hoping mm. to meet Sona Jobarte, a Gambian woman who is the first griot and Cora player. Wow. Usually it's been passed down through a male lineage, but this was our original medicine. So I'm board certified in family medicine and the, the doctor patient relationship that occurred through the narrative or the history mm. is one of the things that has really been chopped up and dismissed in how we are doing medicine in the States right now. But if we want to be restored, particularly for what we need as an African descendant people is we need to understand the the genetic agency or legacy mm. if you will of the griot in mm. us the mm. storyteller the deep listener we need to be able to bring in the music and the movement again so the chora and the drum are sacred instruments not way beyond information but they're for education and they're for healing mm. and we as american doctors need to learn that and bring that back into our communities for the deep healing that our communities need if we as a people are going to achieve health equity. So that's what we're going to be celebrating and sharing during this week of Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, when we are having that fundraiser and that information raising awareness event tomorrow afternoon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, this is about the globe. And not everybody can make it to the Asbury Park Library. So we've opened up the door for a Facebook Live event at awesome. 1.30. Awesome. And so Philadelphia viewers, I know that you're, you know, um, really appreciate your willingness to come to Asbury Park. If you can, we'd love to have you at 2.30. But if you can just tune in to Facebook Live, just go to bit.ly, um, HTTPS, B-I-T dot L-Y slash G-C-M-M, as in Gambia Collaborative Medical Mission. You're gonna send us that send us that link, Mr. Jones, because because we're we're on Facebook Live right now. Send us that link, and 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 Jordan will post that for our listeners on Facebook okay. right now. Jordan, mm -hmm. Jordan has it. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yes, it's in the email. Awesome. Please please join us at one thirty tomorrow. Facebook Live. Uh, we will have Dr. Carol Penn, of course, and and Dr. Randy Nelson, uh, who's one of the fourteen doctors coming. Um, that. They'll both be there live. I'll mm -hmm. actually be interviewing them. and uh, They'll be able to talk about their passion. We have an exhibit up um, inside the Asbury Park Library oh, about the project and about the Gambia. Mm -hmm. We'll be taking a tour of that with a camera during the Facebook Live and showing some videos. So um, if you can't make it in person, please join us on our Facebook Live. This is really incredible work. Uh, how long will you all be able to stay in the Gambia to conduct this work? Like, What's the length of the project? The length of the project this year is two weeks. Okay. We leave um, on January 25th and return on February 10th. And we're hoping to develop uh, an institute there mm -hmm. where um, African-Americans and people whose consciousness is evolving from all over the world will be able to come to retreat, to study mind-body medicine, Mm. as well as traditional medicines such as the storytelling and the music, that polyrhythmic sensibility that's such a part of the healing and the science of healing that we as African-American people can bring to the world. I really believe that the time is now, not only for our healing, but for the healing of all of humanity and the healing of our earth. Mm, mm, mm. 
uh, Mr. DM Jones, uh, Dr. Carol Penn. Wonderful to have you both on this program. Best of luck to you in this extremely important work uh, in the Gambia through this collaborative uh, mission. I'm, I'm excited to hear more. Dr. Carol, it's great to have you back on the airways and be back on the air with you. And I hope that, you know, you consider WRD as a supportive partner as you all do this really important work on the continent of Africa. No question. I'm so grateful to the community of WURD and looking forward to seeing more and doing more with WURD in 2024. Awesome. Thank you both so much for joining. Thank you, Mr. Jones. We appreciate you as well, sir. All righty. Thank you. And thank Jordan and um, for all that you do for the community and for us. Absolutely. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 